Welcome back to the Sit Rep. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Deb. All right. And we are And here... we're barely awake. <laughs> <laughs> and we are here to talk about it's very early sui- in the morning. Yeah. We're here to talk about Suicide Squad. Uh, which I feel like we should talk we should call it like James Gunn Suicide Squad. I mean, like, I feel like Snyder gets to tell it like the Snyder cut, right? <laughs> which uh you know, all the Snyder fans are like out in force. Cut. You know, all the Snyder fans are like out in force being like, oh, it's so like terrible, right? Because it's like a film with heart. <laughs> Some measure of it. Oh, <laughs> uh, so you know, of course they all hate it. Um, <laughs> Uh, which have you seen the I'm like? Campaign- I mostly avoided that. Yeah, have you seen the like campaign going around to have like the old, the like first Suicide Squad, like the campaign to have like the his. Oh, now I can't even think of like the director, like his cut, were like restored as well. Which it's just like I'm just like guys. <laughs> oh, can we just? <laughs> I did see that, and I think I saw. His response this, I to it or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was his post about it justifying why it, you know, why it yeah. should happen or what he, how he would like to see it happen. And I just thought, you know, I understand you're not happy with whatever came out the first time, but let's just move on people. We can't. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like I know, I can't even imagine what it's like to know what you filmed and what you expected to show up on screen and then to have that not happen. Yeah. But you still got paid. (laughs) My thing is like, I think it's really unfortunate that that happens. And I feel like if you hire a director, then like you should, like, I feel like there should be a measure of trust there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that has been sort of like an uglier side of things that I have been exposed to that I did not understand was a thing that happened, you know, in editing. On the other hand, apparently it happens all the fucking time. (laughs) And I am tired of these white men being (laughs) like, I'm the most injured party that this has ever happened to. And then these fans who are like, I can't sit, how many people were like, he deserves his cut to come out. And I'm like, he doesn't fucking deserve anything. Like, he doesn't, does like, would it be nice for him? Yes. Would it be nice for some people because it was like a terrible movie? <laughs> yes. Does he deserve it? No. <laughs> no, that's not a word you should be using. And like his whole thing about like I'm scrappy and I've always fought whatever and I was like, "Oh, cry me a fucking river." Like <laughs> Anyways, okay, so and I admit I that, just but... I've not seen the first film. I because once again, not really my thing, the whole superhero thing. Yeah. Not my jam. So Yeah. It's I, I really, the only thing I know about the first film is what I've seen on social media and it doesn't exactly make me want to rush out and see it. So <laughs> even knowing that perhaps it should have been an entirely different film still doesn't pique my interest at, at all. So it's like, let's all just scream into the wind about something that unless this guy can purchase, you know, purchase the film himself and remaster it himself it's just not going to happen. So. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I mean, that basically, 
I mean, in allowing the Snyder cut for this thing to happen, that's all they did was reopen this like path for essentially people to think that this was going to become a thing that was mm -hmm. going to then happen for other people. But like, there's a reason why it's an anomaly. It right. was probably a one time never going to ever happen again, you know, and shouldn't like as much as there are things that, you know, we will probably always go like, man, I wish that scene hadn't been left out. Mm -hmm. It's just the way, right. You know, it's the and, way, this... you know, I mean, it's been done and like, there are certainly all kinds of films that, you know, years later, you'll get the extended director's cut sort of release of a, yeah. of a, of a, you know, anniversary DVD or something. And those are always usually pretty cool. Um, but to do an entire re-edit and re-theatrical release is just, you know, it's like, yeah. Cause he's talking about a whole different film, right. not just adding a few scenes in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And let's just move on. You know, there's so many amazing original ideas out there that are just going nowhere because of this constant focus on rebooting and redoing and like, you know, do we need another Scooby-Doo when there's 800 original ideas out there? No, we don't. Yeah. And we get back to, to celebrating the original and, you know, or, or at least move, you know, creating good sequels and yeah, whatever, but yeah. Oh, just this okay. constant, let's yes, redo I agree. everything. So, yes. So let's talk about this sequel. <laughs> sort of a sequel, kind of. But I want to, and actually speaking to that, I want to talk about, because I, I love James Gunn. And I, and, and I will find out your opinions, because you may have hated this, because you're not a superhero fan. But I, what I think he does really well is find these really strange characters, and he did this with Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and find a way to connect with them. And he, I know in, in one interview, he talked about Polka Dot Man as the worst villain ever written. Just pathetic. Just this like terrible as written comic. And mm -hmm. he was like, it, I mean, just like, I mean, it's just a terrible written story. Nothing, a nothing person. And he wanted to make him one of the most sympathetic characters you would find. And he, it was just this brilliant character that I was like, at first it's stupid. And then you're like, he died a superhero. <laughs> and it was just this like heartbreaking, I don't know. It, it was, and that is what I loved about this movie is that like you took, so if you had seen the old one, you would know, you just didn't give a shit about any of the characters mm, <laughs> except okay. maybe Harley Quinn because like she's always a badass but you also know her because like it's Harley Quinn everybody kind of <laughs> knows who that is but this one like you kind of gave a shit I mean like I, I don't know it to me anyways but I thought like that the like uh yeah anyways okay so no, I, I, I really enjoyed this I yeah. agree because and again I'm coming from a place where I I don't know who any of these characters yeah. are I have no connection to any of them and I immediately cared about them yeah 
I thought this movie had a lot of heart. It gave you, even though it was, you know, pretty standard fare as far as action and superhero stuff. I mean, not standard fare because these superheroes are pretty out there. But I immediately cared about these about these characters. And I like that, that he, unlike Zack Snyder's zombie yeah. crap, um, where we didn't care about any of them except the yeah. mom who was dead two minutes in. In this, I cared about all of them, even the assholes I cared about. So yeah. I, I thought he succeeded on that front. And I real I I enjoyed this film. I yeah. really liked it. Yay! Yay! Like <laughs> I would actually watch another Suicide Squad movie because I liked these people, even though I was kind of pissed off at how many people he chose to kill. I was really mad that he killed Polka Dot Man. (laughs) Oh, that, I I felt that coming. That broke my heart. I am super angry he he killed Flag. I'm so angry. Yes. Like, I I cursed so, and I, the whole rest, yeah, well, you guys know, if you're listening to this, you should know that we're talking about it after the fact, but I, and the whole rest of the time, I'm like, I still can't fucking believe he killed him. My, oh, I can't even. Oh, yeah, I was not I just, happy with that. First of all, hello. I want more Joel Kinnaman. So yes, what I the hell? Joel Kinnaman. Oh, and it's the first person to come back for Harley. Like who? Oh, yeah. who and oh, I'm so angry. I'm so angry. He's, mm, I'm so angry. I'm so angry. <laughs> <laughs> So what I hear you saying is <laughs> so angry. I am so, I feel a lot of, I am really in my feels. I'm really in my feels. It's been a couple Well, and it just a- seems sort of, un, you know, a lot of the deaths in this felt unnecessary. Like they wanted us to feel a lot. I that know, pisses but, me off. <laughs> but. Although I was really happy that weasel thing lived. <laughs> Fucking weasel. What the fuck is that weasel? Played by none other than Sean Gunn. And as soon as it came on screen, Matt goes, I wonder who that's played by because you know it's got to be somebody. Maybe it's like Alan Tudyk. I was like, no, you know it's Sean Gunn. This is James Gunn. You know that Sean Gunn. And he looked at me he's like, no, you're right. I was like, of course I'm right. Everybody that's like some character like that is played by Sean Gunn in a James Gunn movie. Like I just, you know. Who? Who did Nathan Fillion play? Uh, the, de- de- the TDK, the de- ta- detachable, oh! whatever. <laughs> that was so stupid. Fucking, <laughs> stupidest fucking power ever. I thought, I like that whole first scene as they're getting in the, I was like, oh, okay, of course, like Michael Rooker, because it's again, Nate James Gunn. Like you have uh-huh. this whole, I was like, oh. Like this I, whole I love, little like, cadre of actors that are yeah. always in his films. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And like, I just didn't pick up on the fact that that was Nathan Fillion. Was Nathan I think because Fillion. I was watching the arms. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then the arms detached. I cackled. I was like, and it was like, and then he's just like slapping them. I was like, this is the worst power. Fucking. And I and- love that he had that he had Harley and Flag point out that this is stupid. <laughs> what is this? Detachable. Died, and I was like. Oh, oh, I was not expecting that. No. I was, and Michael Rooker screaming, like, oh. <laughs> dying. And I was like, oh, oh, wow. <laughs> Holy shit. They did not 
not pull any punches right off the bat. Like right, and like ten minutes in, even it wasn't even ten minutes. You've got half the cast dead. I'm like, (laughs) oh god, and the cast that like in the you know is in the the opening credits. Yeah, the very first listed. I was like, oh my god, that that. That was amazing. And and is teased in the trailer too, like and in the pictures and stuff. Like you they they pulled a fast one. They pulled yeah. a fast one. And that was pretty great, I thought. Yeah. I thought it was pretty great. Also in the I, the one thing well, I shouldn't say the one, but one of the major problems I had with the film, which I didn't have a lot of them, was I, it really could have been significantly shorter. Like a lot of those scenes went on a little too long. You know, they could have tightened almost everything up by one or two minutes and <laughs> at least one or two. I mean, the whole end saga with the starfish was just felt endless, endless. Oh, like, really? How, I didn't, that didn't bother me. Oh, I, I mean, it, maybe it was just because the starfish was so ridiculously bad. <laughs> so funny. That I'm like, okay, can we tighten this up a little? Like, we don't really need quite as much of the starfish i get it that it's the big climactic ending but again just like black widow it just went on a little too long for me yeah like, okay yeah i you know i get it the little zombies you know starfish zombie squad that it's creating i get it i don't need to see 500 of them get nailed <laughs> with the baby starfish <laughs> like it's just kind of moving along here <laughs> yeah yeah but and I, and I thought a lot of that opening fight sequence where he killed off so many people could have been tightened up. Like, mm. yeah. Or Michael Rooker was out there hanging and waiting for a long time to have his head explode. So <laughs> funny. That's just, I just thought that was so funny. I mean, when he's amateurs and then runs, yeah. scr- I just, oh my God. I, yeah, that took me by surprise. I, but the weasel. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, to have such, like, and Jai Courtney as Boomerang, and I don't know, the whole thing, just to have all these people that I was like, oh, yeah, I love these people. Oh, they're all dead. Dead. (laughs) Star billing, and they're dead before we even get, like, the opening credits. And Flula, I love, like, he's just hysterical. As a javelin, <laughs> carry it for who? Who do I carry it for? <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I'll, so I'll tell you my big problem, like because I to me this was the perfect popcorn movie. Like I I was able to hand wave most everything away. Again, I have an easier time hand waving the starfish and whatever away than I do the Black Widow gravity thing away. Um, my biggest problem with this is, and it is, I think, a, I think a glaring issue, um, your main character, and if you, you haven't seen the first one, so you don't know this, you have a black man, uh, who is convinced into doing this by being blackmailed, by having his child commit mm-hmm. a crime, and then, uh, being blackmailed by the threat of going to prison by Amanda Waller same exact thing as will smith in the first one mm-hmm. that's bullshit and <laughs> seems racially insensitive <laughs> yeah. um they could 
have found another way to have her blackmail him into doing it. Uh, I don't know if that's accurate to the comics, but they change a lot of shit from comics. Mm -hmm. So they could have just, like, made her sick. She needs medicine we're not going to give her. <laughs> um, we're just going to kill her. Straight up. Uh, but having two black men who were in prison, both who are in prison for shooting people, have criminal children, <laughs> feels a little, like, shady. Um, so, you know, uh, to me that just felt a little, like... Yeah, and it's kind of lazy. Yeah, but yeah. Um, other than that, I enjoyed it. I loved Harley Quinn's fight scene with, like, the birds and the flowers yeah. just came out of fucking nowhere i know and i was like oh oh i like this oh my god i love this this is amazing <laughs> like it just that like i when they came to her and she was being held i actually as they went like were making their plan to go rescue her i actually had said to mac i am gonna be pissed about this because she is such a fucking badass and she has not other than getting to shoot that guy, we haven't gotten to see any of that. And if they have dumbed down her for this, I'm going to be super pissed. And that's going to feel super sexist because like Ratcatcher's cool, but she's also like, she's smart. I get it. And she's like the emotional heart of this, but that's also a very like female typical role to play. Mm -hmm. Intuitive, emotional, animal connection. And that's not this if Harley Quinn is the like damsel in distress. And then like almost immediately as I said that, I was like, oh no, okay, 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 good, Harley, right, you know, whatever. Um, and then when that happened, I was like, this is amazing. This is like the best thing ever. I loved that scene. It just was so out of nowhere. Yeah, it was. And it was great. At first I'm like, what is going on? Oh my God, they turned the blood into butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was a really cool original idea. And it really, it was a great scene. I, I really enjoyed it. Please, you know, like, let's take this complete blood fest, turn it into, you know. Princess. princess exactly. Princess. Like Amy Adams singing in the Yeah, and Enchanted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I like that. Very original, very cool. I liked Amanda Waller getting whacked in the head. The yes end of the story what a psycho yeah the complete psycho in charge of the psychos yeah i kind of wish she just they just finished the job because i feel like they're all about to die exactly like what guys like you you needed to just kill her because you are literally all about to die <laughs> like how are you gonna explain this but maybe we'll get that in a later film <laughs> yeah yeah <sighs> yeah I don't know. King Shark was interesting. I loved King Shark. That was like one of my favorite, yeah. favorite things about it. And when those little like killer fish things started attacking him, I was like, no, they, they were so to cute. Be friend. Like making the shape of him. I know that shocked me. I was not expecting oh. that. And he was like, I got new friends. I got new yeah. friends. And he was so happy. And then those little fuckers attacked him. <laughs> like, this is awful. 
I thought he was super and dead I when the soldier started. I care about this yeah. stupid fake shark with Sylvester <laughs> Stallone's voice. <laughs> oh my god. And so that's, I think, what makes the film a success is that you actually care about this care. stupid yeah. fake shark who couldn't think himself out of a paper yeah. bag. <laughs> a a these... fake mustache. <laughs> I love is they were all like okay yeah <laughs> so when it when it first started and they had them all together and it, you know they've got the little collar or not a collar but the implant where their heads could it was a lot like the condemned and that's what I thought oh are we gonna get a movie you know is this gonna be like the condemned where they don't care about each other where they're you know mm-hmm. just each trying to survive and make it to the end and I was so happy that you immediately know that no there's sort of that edge out there, but they do actually all care about each other. And I thought that, you know, King Shark was the perfect example of that, that they, mm-hmm. you know, easily could have just said, whatever, dude, just bite people's heads off when we tell you, you know, but that they actually did care about him. And mm-hmm. I was really upset when those things turned on him. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with Polka Dot Man, you know, they easily could have seen him as just this sort of wimpy liability because they had no idea what he actually did but he was actually pretty cool yeah you know I mean that was when he first unleashed that power I was like oh my god yeah what the heck and then I I forget who said it but it was like he he really does like throw polka dots yeah (laughs) and he was like the most effective thing against the starfish or against the until he then died a superhero he died a superhero no but why did he have to die no but, but i thought it was off. like sort of a beautiful moment of like redemption for him like he died doing something good at least mm-hmm. he died sort of hurting his mother i know oh exactly god. exactly that whole oh angle at things. oh my god here's your mother now everywhere, everywhere. Oh my! So creepy. (laughs) (laughs) That was so creepy. Um, Yeah, I mean, and Peacemaker. I was like, wow, that's not the most American superhero. Oh, and how much did you love the fact? I loved, loved the like rebel leader, Strike Back connection. I don't know if you caught Mm -hmm. that, but she was in um, Kill Me Three Times with Sullivan Mm -hmm. Stapleton. Yep. That they wiped out the camp. Yes. You know, like typical American. Yeah, just come in and, yeah. Kill everyone. Kill everyone. Don't even bother to ask, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which was a great scene, by the way. Like, yeah. I just, then like, that was just, yeah. And the whole, you know, the the contest going on between Bloodsport and yes, Peacemaker. And that was, yeah. like, you know, such a statement that you have this whole, like, testosterone fest going on between those two killing all the wrong people killing all the wrong people oh my god such yes yeah and there's really when you break this film down yes it's just sort of a goofy fun fun um superhero fest and yet when you really look at it there's a lot being said in this in this film a lot being said in this I mean, yeah, from the very obvious rat catcher and Taika Waititi and the, uh-huh. if you 
you know, rats are, if they care about rats, then, or if the rats have a job, or then we all are special, or whatever, I can't even remember the exact line, which I just thought was, you know, such a beautiful thing, and I loved Rat Catcher at the end, protecting him, you know, as the rats flooded over, <laughs> um, but like, and I was so, so worried about Sebastian, I was like, no, don't, die little Sebastian <laughs> um but uh you know to yeah it just I mean it was yeah I just thought it was really I thought it was really brilliant I think it's been interesting how it's been a it seems to be a really divisive it really like the early reviews were really glowing but it does mm -hmm. seem to be at least fans or, or you know like online of course you know twitter is like two percent of people we, <laughs> a little echo chamber um it does seem to be like people either really enjoyed it or really didn't um, although i do wonder if the people who really didn't um are people who are like sort of snyder fans and wanted their like suicide squad is supposed to be super dark and blah 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 and you know it's all supposed to be like angry humor and dirty humor and not it's not you know like but i like that it had heart because yeah storytelling it still had a lot of blood and gore and oh, anger yeah. and villains but mm -hmm. like all of that means nothing if you don't give a shit right exactly. which is what you got in the first suicide squad yeah and interesting if it is sort of Zack Snyder fans that, you know, loved the Zack Snyder zombie movie where you don't care about anyone. Yeah. And that's what they wanted out of this was to not care about anyone. Like, what are you saying here, guys? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. just give I think me it all. challenges their, like, view of what a superhero movie you know and James Gunn feels like the outsider because he's like the Marvel guy you know and mm -hmm. he's like coming in and I don't know people get so weird and possessive about things and if it feels like it changes their I don't know you know what I mean I, now I'm just blabbing without yeah. actually finishing a sentence but well, no, I, I, I do, because I, I feel like an outsider watching these movies as well, because I have no, I, I have no connection to the characters. I don't know anyone's backstory. I, I come into these films pretty cold. It's just a film to me. I yeah. don't know what to expect. And so I'm watching it. I, I don't have any baggage going into the film. And I think that enables me to just enjoy it as a film instead of having all these expectations and preconceived ideas of who these characters should be instead I can just watch it and let the characters unfold and in this film I'm expected to care about them and I think he does a great job of of creating in you know there's a lot of characters in this film and yet we have some way to connect to all of them we have some sort of backstory on all of them do I know why Harley Quinn is the way she is? Do I have any idea really what her backstory is? No, but it's clear to me who she is. And that things happen to her in this film that have never happened before. And so not only do I connect to her as a character, but she ha has had some of her humanity unleashed in this film as well, which 
my impression is that hasn't really happened in previous films that you know just the fact that it was such a big emotional moment for her to realize that they actually came back for her you know and as a viewer you know i was like oh but look you know that mattered clearly that hasn't has never happened before nobody's actually cared about her before whether that's true or not i have no idea but that seemed to be what was happening in the movie no, like, you're, for the yes, first time someone gave a shit about these characters i can't believe you don't Kelsey's crying <laughs> i'm like i'm like i'm like i was like of course you know who harley quinn is and you're like <laughs> so just so you are aware <laughs> so harley quinn comes from joker so essentially, Joe. So Harley Quinn was she is uh, this extremely brilliant psychiatrist who worked at mm. um, Arkham Asylum in Gotham City. She was a Joker psychiatrist, and he essentially like um, slowly over time sort of brainwashed her, if you will, into falling in love with him, mm. and then he um took her and essentially threw her into the same into a vat of acid uh-huh. which is where you get the sort of like white, white. and yeah. essentially um she gets sort of the sy- stockholm syndrome and goes insane and becomes his um very insane sidekick but he treats her like shit mm-hmm. um because it's joker mm-hmm. so she's his romance but you know he is always willing to leave her behind she's brilliant but acts like a total ditz because she's insane Mm -hmm. but over time she slowly sort of has come to realize that you know he's always going to leave her behind and and he so the only characters from last suicide squad were um her and randall flag and then amanda waller and her team Mm-hmm. so uh yeah so that's kind of her she's you know kind of slowly realizing like she doesn't didn't need him anymore I guess mm-hmm. so yeah this is like her first time with someone actually caring about her and then they killed him <laughs> she had a friend like an actual friend who wasn't like a lover and wasn't trying to like and then they use her <clears throat> well killed I mean, he was her commanding officer, I guess. Yeah, so. but he was her friend, yeah. and they killed him, which is cool. Not bitter. But it's not cool. <laughs> I was not happy Little they Kingman. killed him. Beautiful. I was Little happy Kingman. they killed Peacemaker. <laughs> oh, yeah, which I love John Cena so much. Like, as a human being, I think he is just amazing. I don't know. Are you familiar with his, like, uh, make-a-wish work? Yes, yeah. Yeah, I think I read, like, an article. It's actually maybe last week or two weeks ago because they somebody had posted pictures online of him meeting like a recent you know which he doesn't he does not publicize at all ever right. which I think is amazing and they they were calculating like how many he does because he does so many and they were like if you if he had done like more than one a week it'd be one a week every week for the last 10 years wow which is like more than almost every other celebrity combined and he never says a word about it, which I just think like right. That so you alone, know it's sincere, yeah. Yeah, which I just it's like a very Keanu Reeves kind of like 
he is not the best actor, but I will always support him because mm-hmm. I just think he's, you know, obviously like a good, you know, that's a great yeah. thing. Yeah, agree. Absolutely agree. So, and Peacemaker was just, what a dick. So, yeah. I and, love peace with all my heart and I don't care how many I, men, women, and children I have to kill to get it. I know. Again, hello. A lot yeah. being said in this film. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, what's really sad is that was that I didn't expect it. <laughs> I didn't expect, I'm like, how could I be so blind that, you know, of course he was going to do this, um, you know. Uh. No, I didn't expect it either, though. Like, I I knew he was, I, I knew he was like a rival, but I didn't expect him to straight up turn on them. Right. Yeah. And that that really was, like, you know, he had, he was the guy with the submission, you know, that yeah. it was get that disc at all costs and and you yeah. know because patriotism <laughs> yeah yeah you know that clearly we've done that we the united states has done something really horrible here and yeah. we're your mission the others don't know this but your mission is to cover it up at all costs yeah and all costs being if you need to kill the rest of them go ahead and do it which to me seemed like they were all dead no matter what yeah because they would have known the truth so no matter what they were all dead yeah um yeah insane i mean i like the smaller bullets thing that was pretty good yeah especially because he was like when they were arguing earlier you know (laughs) i put bullet holes through your bullet holes (laughs) you know um uh yeah i thought it was you know yeah i thought it was interesting i thought man, Amanda Waller, what a bitch. And how incredibly short-sighted to be like, ah, oh, let the thing rampage through the country and destabilize it. Cause I was like, yeah, that's so typical. And so fucking typical of foreign policy to be like, that won't come back to bite us in the ass when it's taken over that country and then starts to go for the next one. Cause mm-hmm. you know, giant space creatures are, you know or giant destabilizing world creatures are not always likely to go for the next one. <laughs> I don't know. Not that we've had many aliens, but I feel like that is a metaphor for every that we know of. <laughs> yeah, right. That we know of. No, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was really great fun. Um, far more fun than Black Widow. Yeah. And I'm a Marvel fan, and generally DC is DC films are not good, but Marvel director, so <laughs> win for my team. <laughs> and yeah. yeah i i i don't know what marvel films are i didn't dc like it all means very little yeah, to me yeah. and you know i enjoyed black widow but i do think this is a better film overall yeah. so i think there's something to be said for taking characters that we don't fucking know shit about and giving them a story that we care about because mm-hmm. and i think that has been one of those things that that i mean we have talked about before you and i and i've talked about you know with mac and is that dc keeps fucking grinding on superman and batman and over and over and rebooting batman and rebooting superman and over and, and it's like just like what marvel did that was so great was like nobody knew who I mean, frankly nobody knew who iron man was when mm-hmm. they came out again like, yeah, people knew who Captain America was, but even then it was, like, not the coolest superhero at the time. And nobody, like, 
definitely nobody knew who Guardians of the Galaxy was. And they brought that back and they like they pulled out these really obscure heroes and they that's what they keep doing. And then DC's like, let's reboot Batman again. <laughs> again. <laughs> and here's a Joker film that nobody asked for. And we're gonna reboot Wonder Woman. And it's like, guys, we know this story. Fuck, come on. Like yep. And this is like the sort of proof that like if you give us something new and make us care about it, it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. It's a lot more fun to yeah. learn something new than see the same story again, just, you know, with different colors. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Different lighting. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally agree. And I, you know, like I said in the beginning, get some original energy going here. There's yeah. so many great scripts and so many great ideas out there. And you just keep giving us the same crap over and over and over and over again. We don't need it. Yeah. You know, there's amazing screenwriters out there. Do something new. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so, yeah. Yeah. Suicide Squad. And I love, I enjoyed it. I've watched it twice already. So yay. Yay. I think I will actually watch this again. Hey, okay. That's saying a lot. And are we, do we know, are there more films being planned? Because you could see where some of these characters, I think I we no need a, a flag prequel. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm like anything with Joel Kinnaman. I mean, at least you have, I mean, for eye candy, Idris Elba is hard to beat, but Joel Kinnaman, I just love him so much. And I love him as Flag, but I would love a, their prequel because they talked about them working together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very nice. I could just pretend, drop, <laughs> drop Harley Quinn in there. Surprise. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I mean, Weasel could oh, easily. God. He's still running out there. He's he could form running. his own little band of. <laughs> superheroes i was i i the only thing i wish i i was like what does he do I know. that's what i wanted to know too is what does he do does he just do, eat do, children do they like that's the only thing we know about him well i was thinking do weasels dig tunnels do they have there to dig a tunnel or what? i don't know it was I don't so know. Bizarre. the only thing we know about him is he's killed a lot of children and now he's on the island which is great <laughs> got a little star anyways yeah so that is uh suicide squad and we'll watch catch it you next time <laughs>